on the subject of winning, now you are more than likely familiar with the primetime game show Jeopardy. It's an American institution. Not only is it one of the longest running game shows on television, but it's also one of the most difficult to become a contestant on. Jeopardy players need to study everything from U.S. presidents to French cuisine to popular science and pop culture. And one of Detroit's own has made it to that big blue stage. Singer and songwriter Caitlin Drinkard, known to local music fans as one half of the alt-country duo The Drinkard Sisters, will appear on the game show nationally tomorrow night. I sat down with her to discuss the extensive selection process to get on the show and what Alex Trebek was like in person. Being on Jeopardy was pretty close to the top of my bucket list. It was something that I really wanted to do since I was a little girl. So. In my family, my grandma watched Jeopardy every night. Like, you couldn't call her between 7.30 and 8 o'clock. She wouldn't answer the phone. She was watching Jeopardy. You know, my parents watched Jeopardy every night, so I grew up in a Jeopardy household, I think, like a lot of people. Um, So it was something I always wanted to do. I've always loved information. I've always loved trivia. And I've always been kind of like an insufferable know-it-all, which I think is like most Jeopardy contestants are in that category in some way. So your family must have been absolutely stoked about this. Oh, so excited. Yeah, I don't think I've ever done anything that impressed (laughs) my extended family as much. Like my dad's cousins and stuff are like, oh my God, I can't believe it. So the other things in my life pale in comparison to being on Jeopardy. (laughs) Okay. So when did this process start for you and what is the process of applying to be on the show? So it started 10 years ago. So... Every year, they offer an online test, and anybody can take the online test. You can take it at your house. You just sign up to take it. And I took it eight times, eight years, um, before I got called for an audition. So depending on how you do on the test, you can get called for an audition, and they they do traveling auditions. So they were in Detroit. Um, So I did an in-person audition. And at the in-person audition, you take a written test. So there's there's a written test and then a screen test where you get to kind of play a version of the game with the screen and the buzzer and the producers and they kind of see, you know, how you would do. They do the little, um, you know, your short little interview segment. And um, I remember the first year I took the written test, the first audition, I was like laughing while I took it because I thought it was so hard. I was like, how does anybody know any of this? How did I make it this far? Um, But it was really fun. It was just really cool to meet other people that like love Jeopardy as much as I do. And people came from all over. So I was Really in the room that I tested and auditioned in, I was one of the few local people in Detroit auditioning. So, Do they have like a, an Alex Trebek-like lookalike? So- <laughs> they don't. That would be awesome <laughs> if they did. Um, no, it was just the producers. Um, so it was, um, yeah, some of the casting, the casting producers and the producers of the show travel around the country to find contestants. All right. So it took eight years to even get... My, oh, to, a, to the next level, yeah, to the so that beginning was, level. Yep, my first audition. And then once you audition, they can call you any time after that for a year and a half. So you just kind of wait and hope for the call. And um, the, after that first audition, a year and a half went by, I didn't get the call. And then I took the online test again, started the process all over, and then got another call for an audition. They were coming back to Detroit, auditioned again, and then it was the last month of my uh, kind of eligibility period. So I had sort of forgotten about it. I thought, oh, they're not going to call me again. And then I got the call, and they um, called me and said, hey, we want you to come out to L.A. When they called me to let me know I was coming, the date they asked if I was available was my birthday. That's incredible. So it really felt like, you know, written in the stars I was going to Jeopardy on my birthday. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay, so you fly out to L.A., 
And what is the the shooting day for the show like? Do you get up at 6 a.m. like shooting a, yeah. a TV show or something? Yeah, so it's early. They came, most of the contestants that aren't local to L.A., I think stay in one hotel or two hotels um, close to the studio, and they come pick you up really early in the morning. Um, so I got to meet some of the other contestants, you know, that were going to be on the show. Not necessarily people I would play against because they, sh- they so they film five episodes in a day. So the whole week of episodes are shot in a day. So we got there early and, you know, met each other, went over, you know, rules, paperwork. Um, Jeopardy is very serious about rules and secrecy and making sure the game is fair and making sure, you know, dotting the I's, crossing the T's. Like everything is really pretty serious, but also is really fun. Like they make the warm up in the morning, you know, they really want you to be comfortable. They really want everybody to do well on the show. So I was really impressed with that. So the producers were really encouraging. We got to go into the studio. um, And when we walked into the studio um, in the morning, it was like being a kid and like stepping inside the TV, you know, that big blue room I had seen so many times. We all kind of gasped. It was just so cool to be there. And um, so we did some practice. We got to go up to the podiums and practice writing our names and um, practice, you know, playing the game, running the board and and how to do it. And um, because the, it's such a short show, you know, the episodes without commercials are only 20, 20 some minutes. Um, it moves really fast and they want the game to move fast because that's how people, you know, like to watch it at home is, you know, how many questions can we get through? Mm-hmm. So a lot of the practice was like that. And it was I was incredibly nervous. You studied a lot before you, you went out to L.A., right? I did. I, I studied. Um, I watched a lot of old episodes and I tried to kind of identify what they ask about a lot, what my areas of weakness were. So I, you know, I was studying a lot of, I studied all the presidents and I was studying geography and I was studying, um, you know, titles of English literature, just trying to hit the big ones. Um, And I did a lot of buzzer practice. So I had read online that um, kind of a make or break factor was how well you could play the buzzer. And I'm not a video gamer, so I don't have that kind of coordination. But I, I had a little clicker pen in my hand, and I would watch a lot of episodes of Jeopardy and just practice at my house, you know, ringing in. Oh, my gosh. Wait, is that, that's an online secret for people who are That's a Jeopardy? tip. That's, that's a Jeopardy a tip. tip. Wow. Yep, you practice the buzzer. And actually, at the, um, at the audition, they give everybody a pen that they say is, like, the dimensions of the Jeopardy buzzer. Like, it's a practice Pen. I lost my official Jeopardy practice pen somewhere in that year and a half, but <laughs> uh, uh, regular pens seem to serve the purpose. Oh, they are serious, man. Wow. Oh, yeah. All right. So so take us to, you're on the set, take us to the moment Alex Trebek walks in. The crowd goes wild. I mean, really, like, he is so revered, I mean, especially among Jeopardy contestants and just, I think, people in general. I mean, he, though he is Canadian, you know, he's an American institution. He's, like, such a hero. And, um... So, yeah, when he walked in, it was, you know, right before we started filming for the day, he came in and, yeah, just everybody was on their feet clapping. Everybody was really excited. And, um, you know, he's going through a rough time with his health. He's got, you know, terminal cancer and pancreatic cancer. And so there's just a lot of love in the room for Alex. You know, people are really excited to see him and excited that he's still there. And so, yeah, it was such a thrill to see him in real life. I've been thinking about this, and uh, I got to ask it. When you shook his hand, what did he smell like? Because I feel like he smells <laughs> like sandalwood and like really good old leather. You know, I love that idea. Um, I, you know, I can't say I remember what he smelled like. I, I think the studio. I don't think a smell registered. I guess I didn't take a deep enough whiff. <laughs> 
<laughs> or maybe old books. That's what Alex Yeah, would totally. Like that yeah. good old like library smell. He smells like knowledge. That's yeah. what I want Alex Trebek to smell like. What surprised you the most about this whole experience? You know, what surprised me the most was a couple of things. One thing, um, I was surprised at how much fun the other contestants were. I kind of thought going into it, everybody would be really serious and really competitive and it would be kind of cutthroat. But I was just blown away at how much fun it was. Like the producers really were encouraging us to have a good time, loosen up, be light, you know, and I think that one, because it makes the experience better, but two, it makes for better TV. You know, it's not really fun for anybody to watch somebody up there who's like so nervous they're choking, you know, and that was my big fear. I'm like, what if I just get up there and stand with a buzzer in my hand and I don't answer a single question? It could happen. That was my big fear. Um, but yeah, that how much fun it was, how much fun we all got along and, and you know, just meeting people from all over the place. And um, it was just a super fun day. The other thing that was surprising was I was really blown away at how sweet and kind Alex Trebek was. I kind of think, you know, from watching him so many years, I thought he would be kind of really serious and sort of stoic. I mean, he does get, you know, the jokes in there from time to time, but all in all, Jeopardy is like a pretty serious show. Um, But, you know, between on the commercial breaks, um, you know, he was out in the audience. Hey, you know, you guys can ask me any questions. Ask me a question about my life. Um, ask me anything. And so people were asking him about all sorts of things. And he was just super warm, really funny. Yeah, did just different than I expected he would be. Jeopardy is big into secrecy. You know, it's it's you can't. I am sworn to absolute secrecy from the time I taped um, until the air date. So until February 18th, I've had to keep it under lock and key. So um, I'm really excited for everybody to get to see it so that I can talk about it. Um, I'm historically not a great secret keeper. And so everybody knows that that's going out on the radio. (laughs) Um, I've had to do it for this. And so, yeah, I'm just I'm thrilled for everybody to see it on February 18th. The cat will be out of the bag. And this is 1019 WDET. Culture Shift is on the air right now. Ahead on the show still, Sam Bobian will be joining me live in studio for his weekly Sam's Jams. And Rob Reinhardt will be celebrating some of the major artists celebrating big zero birthdays, you know, 40, 50, 60, 80 as well. That's coming up here on 1019 WDET right now in the city of Detroit. Mostly cloudy skies, a little bit of sun peeking out here and there, 33 here and one Celsius over in Windsor. This is WDET.